0: Well, tonight on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, there was a press conference at Chicago city hall and there was, you know, two speakers, of course, you know, sister Cotta trust, you know, she'll be speaking there and his other brother, I think his name, Mark or so, but I want to kind of break down a little bit what they're saying, because I'm glad that we on the time period that the code is the leader and not an individual. See, one thing the, the Democrats and also the other white supremacy loves when we, we anoint a black leader because see when you anoint a black leader and everybody is, is running through this one leader or leaders, right? They can be easily corrupted or they could, you know, take them out literally like we're having Fred Hampton, put them in jail, whatever case. And then now the particular, you know, headway is scattered now because the shepherd was struck. So when you have the code being the leader, just like white supremacy, they don't have the white leader. They had white supremacy is the leader. White supremacy is the code. So you can't say where's the white leader at? Where's the white comedian? That's your leader. Where's the white rock star? That's your leader. Like in the black community, they try to, anoint leaders for us and say, oh, this black rapper, he's your leader or the black comedian's your leader, right? Even Malcolm X talked about that, that we're the only community where basically some entertainer is talking about they trying to be your leader. When this happens in no other community, but the black one. But delineation is something that's really, has been very, very positive for the black community because of what we have seen happen when they try to play this minority, people of color, etc. So let me go to the first brother, Let's go ahead and listen to him. And then we'll, you know, follow up and, and just kind of expound some things that brother's saying. Let's go ahead and roll that.
1: Office for them, you gonna have the same office for us. That's right. You don't hear any other community talking as plural talk. That's right. They strictly speak for themselves. You got to. The Chinese in Chinatown speak for Chinese, right? That's right. The Greeks in Greek Town speak for Greeks.
2: That's right.
1: The Hispanics in Little Village speak for Hispanics. That's right. Rightfully so. And black people speak for black. Oh, yes, sir. Black oh, Americans. Yes, sir. We're not African American. Mm-hmm. We're not people of color. Yeah, yeah. We're not black and brown, minority.
2: That's right.
1: BIPOC. Right. None, right. that. none of that. People, no, none of that. Strict, this is about our people demanding the resources, just as you're giving these people, these newcomers who are walking into this country. And
0: I, you right.
1: Thank and you. sister's is correct. How do you take a new group of people that have paid no taxes, can't vote, and you put them in front of and the voters? I'm not going to pay them no damn taxes. And so we say this to you, Mayor, mm-hmm. Governor, President, if you think that they're that powerful that you have to acquiesce and answer to them over us, and you tell them to vote for you in these next elections. That's right. You tell them to support thank you, thank your you. Democratic National Convention. And right. we're going to show you how, how we feel about the Democratic That's National right. Convention. Turn it up.
2: Thank
1: you. If you think you're going to have a peaceful Democratic National Convention in the city of Chicago while our people stop it. That's right.
0: Stay tuned. Of course, shout out to our brother. Now, you have to understand the Democrats, they're not liking this. I'm telling y'all, they're not liking this at all. Because they're like, OK, what is going on with black folks and what's going on in Chicago? Why all of a sudden they all on code now? Why are they sitting up here saying they're only looking out for black people? They're not putting on the cape and trying to save everybody. They up here not towing the line like what's going on? Well, it is a new day in time with black America It's beautiful. Now, let's get to some of the things the brother was talking about. And it was kind of funny the ad libbing that was going on behind, you know, the older person. It was, it was kind of funny, all the ad libs, right? But let's get to the part when this brother was basically talking about delineation. For a long while, we were deceived as a community. We were deceived with terms like minority because we thought, you know, and, and our heart was in the right place. I don't condemn us for thinking this because we are a moral people. We are a godly people. We are the children of God. So we think more so in a moral sense. This is why everybody wants us to speak on their issue. And if we don't speak on it, they get upset because they know we are the only group that has the true moral compass in this country. They know that. And they know if the black community gives you a cosign, then you're legitimized. When we don't say nothing about you or if we are thoroughly against you, then definitely. Right. So even in our silence, people upset because they want and need our co-sign. So when they said minority, we thought, Hey, okay. That means anybody outside of the folks. So since these other people supposed to be, you know, other people of color, right. And they deal with some issues. Well, it will make kind of a sense because we are allied with them and we'll work together. And then it's more of us in this country than the folks. It's actually more of all of us in the world than the folks, they're actually the global minority. So we thinking, wait, we'll work with these people, and then you know, in turn we'll help each other out, et cetera. But what ended up happening in the end with this minority coalition? All those so-called minorities want to be in good with the folks. In order to be in good with the folks, you must be against us. And what we we have seen collectively with these other groups collectively, we're not talking about individuals. We are talking about the collective of these groups. They have always sided with these folks. You understand? These other groups, when we talk about reparations, what have we seen from these other groups as a collective, not individuals as a collective, they have not been supportive of cash payment reparations for black Americans. They sound no different than the folks. You understand? When they say people of color, we have seen when they say minority program, people of color program, black men and women gets nothing. So we have w- wised up to that. We have said, okay, the only way we'll get something unless it says black, black American, not African American. And let me tell you why it can't be African American. It can't be African American because we have a lot of cousins coming over from the continent of Africa. We got cousins coming over from the Caribbean. Okay, so that's changed the dynamic in this country a lot, adding people from that come from different backgrounds. They didn't deal with racism like we know it. They their biggest problem was their own people, right? Their own leaders selling them out to the folks. That's their biggest problem. They the people that did them wrong look like them. So in some of their countries, because I've been there, when these folks come around, some of them just grinning ear to ear, and all oh boy, they so happy they see these people come by, and a, and a black American like myself, like too happy about them coming around for. They ain't coming over here for nothing, nothing good. A lot of times, they looking with you know. So we come from a different situation. So and we and I and I told y'all how they hand pick them to come over here. That U.S. Embassy that gives them those visas to come over here. Oh, they screen them. They're not trying to bring over the Julius Malema types over here to America. Oh, no, 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 no. They want to bring in the Jesse Lee Petersons. They want to bring in the Candace Owens. That's the people they want to bring into this country from the Caribbean, from the African continent. I'm telling you this. Now, you may have some riders slip in here and there, or maybe they're children that grow up here and they realize the, the the shenanigans of white supremacy, and they understand wh- and why they are side with us. But you have to understand that. If you don't know that, I'm telling you, I've been to the continent, I know the game. You talk to some of the brothers and sisters on the continent, they'll tell you a lot of them people that's come, that has came over here, not all, but a lot of them that came over here was no good over there where they came from. So we had to say, okay, in order for us to even talk about reparations, first of all, we can't say everybody black. No, no, no black American descendants of slaves. It is a lineage. It's not all inclusive by color. It is a lineage. So since we have delineated, have you noticed more and more black people starting to get things done? Have you noticed we are more on code than ever now since we have said, okay, we're focusing more on delineating and focus on what we're doing, focus on reparations and all that urban talk, all that, minority talk, people of color, all of that. And just because we are saying we're delineating, doesn't mean we hate our cousins, no. But you have to understand, our cousins delineated way before we did it. Because how many times have we tried to, we all black and they say, I ain't black, I'm this. I ain't black, I'm Trinidadian. I ain't black, I'm Dominican. I ain't black, I'm Ghanaian, right? So it's delineating. So we all are really f- getting up to speed with what our cousins was telling us all those years, right? but now everybody looking at our delineation as a problem. And I'm not talking about our distant cousins and I love them all. I love them. I'm talking about folks outside of the community. You see, when we had delineated, you know, people like Juliana Margulies, who's up here lying on black Americans got a problem because see, now since we have delineated, we're not trying to save nobody no more, but ourselves. You understand? We're trying to worry about our community in places like Chicago. Now, as this brother said, and I've said this many times on this podcast, see the Democrats are gonna have a problem. They're gonna have a real com- a real understanding when it comes to this next election. You see, you are investing all your time. You remember the last podcast, we took the time to go to the Democrat Party website and we looked into them talking about a twenty-first century immigration system, and their whole goal is to invest in people who can't keep them in power. That is dumb that like, you would think, see, I always tell people this, don't be impressed with somebody that got a doctor in front of their name. Don't be impressed by somebody that say, I'm a strategist. I'm a this and that. And third, because what I found out with life, people that are so book smart, a lot of them don't have common sense. A lot of them don't even have critical thinking skills. They're going to follow what a book tell them to do. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying because if anybody was actually truly smart, you would think, okay, we got this voting block from the black American community and all of them can vote and they've shown they will show up. So why don't we make sure to make sure they're good first before we do anything else. But no, you say, forget them. Cause we got them. We're not worried about them. Let's go focus on these new people who can't vote. But in your mind, you're going to fast track them. As you put you're going to fast track them to citizenship. Number one, Republicans ain't going for it. Hell, I'm not going for it. I'm not a Republican. I'm a political independent. I'll tell anybody that. I'm a political independent. Do I agree with some Republican ideals? Yes, I do. But I'm a political independent. And as a political independent, I don't want no fast track and no citizenship and no black. I don't think most Americans in this country, not even black Americans, I think most Americans say no. Fast track to what? We need fast track on our freaking checks. We need fast track uh, of, of that inflation going back down. We need to see one and 2% interest rates again. That's what we need to see. If you want to fast track something, you need to fast track them gas prices, get them back down. Fast track some uh, reparations. That's the you need to be fast tracking. Not talking about fast tracking some citizenship. Forget that. And then what people are paying taxes for in that city in Chicago you want to give all their resources and then you want to talk about your values. As we talked about last podcast, your values. That is your values to take from the American citizen and give to the give to the people that's just coming in. And they're coming in because they want to. Nobody's forcing them here. And then the Democrats got the nerve to try to compare us, black American, descendant of slave, as to some immigrant. Let me tell you something. Nobody went over there to no African continent at the time and say, Hey, do you want to go to America? You go ride in the bottom of a ship about two, three months chained up side by side. You'll be defecating on each other, you know, rats or everything be bothering you. You know, we'll bring you at the top here and there to get you some air and whatever the case may be. Uh We will violate a lot of you on the way. Hey, that's just what we're going to do. Then we're going to bring you to America. We're going to put you on an auction block. We're going to sell you. um, And then, people buy you and then you're going to work all day. Um, and then at the end of the day, you know, you go to your quarters and if I need your wife, I need your husband, if I need your child, uh, to, to do different things for me, uh, at night, then they're going to do that. Uh, you'll work and work and work and build everything for me until you die. Um, you guys want to come to that? Pretty sure most people would be like, nah, I'm good. I stay over here. I'm good. So please, our ancestors didn't come over here by choice. These other people are coming to America by choice. And when the going get tough, look, look at, look at that last podcast. I did a few uh, podcasts ago that dude for Venezuela. Cause it's cause it's so hard for him now. Oh, I'm gonna go back to my homeland because it's, it's not what I thought it would be. And that's exactly what these people are going to do. Let it get hard in this country. And they are running back to the homeland. See these Democrats are screwing America. With that, because these people have no loyalty. If they had no loyalty to their homeland, why would they have loyalty to America? Think about that. They ran from their homeland, the place that they they people built, the place that their ancestors fought and died. They ran from it to come here. So since they don't have no loyalty where they come from, they're not gonna have no loyalty to America. They'll leave America high and dry and so quick if anything happens to this place. That's what they don't understand. Black Americans have to fight and we have no choice with the fight because let's call it what it is. Where black America really going to go? I mean, sure we can move other places, but it's sad that Haiti was the only place that actually had a, Hey, if you had basically if you were African descent, come on, you a citizen. No other, no other country got that. Haiti was the only one that had it. And I will always respect Haiti for that. Even though the folks came in took it over, changed all that up. Right. But, After 1804, that was the first constitution. If you black, you come here, you a citizen. You have no country today, whether it's in the Caribbean, whether it's in the African continent, and say, hey, you black, you come here, you a citizen. What are you afraid of? Well, you afraid of the folks, if you say that? Is that what you are afraid of? You know, because me, you can let me talk to them. I'm say, what are you afraid of? What you scared of? You scared the folks, you'll get mad at you? If you say, hey, if you are black, you can come here and you just got a citizenship? But anyway, Black Americans got to fight for their home because we have built this place, and you and and Black Americans understanding, if you don't stand for Chicago, if you don't stand for New York, you won't have a place no more. You understand? So, the code is the leader, and I'm so happy to see these brothers and sisters are, are sticking to a code. And the code is simple. We just look out for the black community. We ain't got no time to be fighting no the battles. We see what's going on in the world and hey, God bless you. But right now we gotta focus on us because all the time that we have been focusing on other people, we have been not focusing on our own community. And didn't they say charity starts at home? Well, we gotta work on home first. We won't have time to focus on anybody else's issues or problems. Now, let's get to Sister Cotta here. Well, watch what watch she say, let's go ahead and roll that. Uh-huh.
2: This morning, I heard Mayor Brandon Johnson say that the sentiment in the black community is waning. A lot. The sentiment is not waning. We are not okay with you taking our resources and giving them to people who don't live here. As Mark stated before, you are preparing housing for them. One of the reasons that the city of Chicago was able to close 50 schools was because of the black flight. And the reason we had a black flight was because there is no affordable housing in this city. It is because the city of Chicago shut down the voucher system so that blacks who uh, needed to get affordable housing could not. So they had no choice but to flee to other states. But now you found money for the migrants. That's right. We're calling foul. And then another thing you said was that the faith-based leaders were helping to bring around the sentiment. We haven't paid attention to faith-based leaders since Dr. Martin Luther King. And guess what? We're not listening to them now. We understand that they are bought and paid for. We understand that you control the narrative that they are trying to speak about. So let me just say this to you. We're not listening to them the same way we're not listening to you. What you're doing is not okay. And let me just say this other thing. Amerson Park is still closed. And our mayor has decided that because we didn't support migrants coming to our park, we just ain't gonna have a park. I call foul, mayor. You love to stand around and talk about how you're a black man. That's all you are, is a black man. And we know that all black folks ain't skin folks. And those of us who didn't know that, you're giving us a great lesson. So we thank you for that. No, the sentiment has not changed. We are still for black people. We are still for this city supporting us. We are still for black people getting the same set of that these migrants are getting. Oh, Excuse me, not migrants, because what they are is illegal, foreign, national. They are not migrants. They're not coming here legally. So just because you put lipstick on a pig, it's still, still going to be a pig. Yeah. So we are not backing down. We were quiet for a minute. I know you thought that the sentiment has changed. It has not. And like I tried to remind people, not only did I support Brandon Johnson, not only did I campaign for Brandon Johnson, not only did I give him money. But I want you to know two things. Number one, I'm not a fan. I have biased remorse. Number two, for any independent candidate in the city of Chicago, any Green Party candidate in the city of Chicago, and any Republican candidate in the city of Chicago, now is your time. Because we are done with the Democrats. We're not going to continue to stand for this. We're not going to continue to allow our state representatives, our congressmen, our aldermen, and our mayor to let us know that we don't matter. Just like you're going to show us that we're going to matter, we're going to show you. It's going to be a great day in the city of Chicago when a Democratic convention comes here and then they found out in March that a lot of black voters took Republican ballots.
0: A lot of black people are just very upset right now. The Democrat see the Democrat party and what you just heard sister kind talk about the Democrat party took black folks for granted for too long. And they thought that we would just continue to go show up for them no matter what. And they can do whatever they want to do to us. And we would just be happy with it. They, they thought that they can use the Democrat shields, you know, uh, against us. And that's actually blowing up in their face. The Democrat shields actually is just as effective as the black preacher, right? Because as sister Kata talked about, we all know this, the black preacher is bought and paid for Democrat shields are bought and paid for, you know, understand what I'm saying? So they don't have no respect in the community. We have to also look at this. And I said this before policy over party policy over skin color, because we have seen that white supremacy. will use a black person to enact their agenda. They would do it. And whether it's white supremacy on the left, white supremacy on the right, it doesn't matter. What we have to look at is what is that policy? And in the city of Chicago, as sister Carter said, where is that independent candidate that's going to rise up against Brandon Johnson? Where is that Republican candidate that's going to rise up against Brandon Johnson? Where's that green party or whatever party is going to come up against Brandon Johnson. She said it. The water is troubled right now. If you were smart and you were trying to run to be mayor of Chicago, this is your time to start jumping in it now to start campaigning. Now talking to black people. Now this is your time to get into it. You have to understand that you have to move when the water is troubled, and Brandon Johnson right now. He's going to follow uh, the Democrat playbook all the way to the end. He does not care. He has literally shown me that he don't care even about reelection because come on, your constituents is angry with you about what you're doing and you saying, nah, forget them. I'm going to follow this Democrat playbook to the T talking about their values, right? Okay, cool. As you heard Sussacotta say, not only Brandon Johnson, not only uh, governor Prisker, he's Democrat too, right? But also Joe Biden, this current Democrat party has showed the natural behind to black America. And that's good. That is a beautiful thing they have done. And you still have some black people that's running around here, hearing what I'm saying. Oh, well you, we can't let Trump get back in. Come on now. You know what? I don't care about Trump. Trump don't scare me. He didn't scare me the first time, and he surely ain't not gonna scare me now. Cause like I said before, I guarantee you, in Chicago, Trump would've been put wouldn't be having that going on in Chicago right now. And those citizens don't want a sanctuary city. And I say the citizens, meaning black, white, Asian, Hispanic, all of them, they don't want Chicago to be a sanctuary city no more. They wanted on a ballot in March to vote to end sanctuary city status for the city of Chicago. And if you're living in a true democracy, those people should have they, a voice to vote on that. Now, a lot of people will say, well, y'all get what you vote for. And I get that. I get that statement. Cause the Democrats has not been silent about their immigration agenda. They had, it, it wasn't a bait and switch with them, but now black folks finally see it. They finally see it. So now you know how black folks is when we see something, Okay. We're ready to act on it. We're ready to act. So we have to divorce the Democrat party, black people. We have to let them know we have divorced you. We have no relationship with you no more. We are completely independent politically. We are not tied at the hip with nobody. I don't care what the older people say. I don't care what the shield say. I don't care what the black preachers say. You can fear monger all you want. You can't scare nobody with anything. You can't say, Oh, he going to take this from you. What, what what could you take at this point? Black folks don't have nothing to take. Black folks at that point is shoot. I ain't got nothing to lose. And that you always know that's a bad position to hear somebody in, they have nothing to lose because they're willing to, to do whatever it takes. Right? You have the Muslim community that's upset with Biden saying they not. Matter of fact, they just launched a, a campaign, the Muslim community now, called "Abandon Biden." They just launched it. Hey, I'm with the Muslims. Hey, abandon Biden. I'm with now. They want to abandon him based on what's going on overseas. Regardless, hey, if it's about being against the Democrats, I'm with you. I'm not. I'm not getting involved. Why you are doing it? But I'm just saying, hey, if you. Want, if y'all y'all checking out the process, y'all not voting for him. Cool. Go ahead. Muslim community. I'm with you. Right. That's far as I go with it. But now he pissed off the Muslims and black people are upset. I don't think he's trying to win personally. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't think he is. He's not campaigning. He's not doing any of that. I think he know in the back of his mind that he's going to lose. So he's going to try to do everything he can. And Kamala sure can't can't take the reign because nobody likes her either. Kamala, she couldn't even, uh, win a home when she was trying to run for president herself. Nobody wanted her right now. The buyer's remorse that sister kind talked about, you have to be careful with that because when somebody supports you and then you, and then you back and sting them like that, a person that supports you become the thorn in your side. And that's what's happening to the Democrats black folks now about the is now the thorn in the Democrat side. And you know, the thorn of us is very loud and very painful. You understand? And the world is going to know who you are. Trust me. The world knows who mayor Brandon Johnson is. Trust me. Other people throughout the world know who he is. The world knows what Joe Biden is doing and the Democrats. Oh, they know because when we talk, everybody hear it. So we got to keep pointing this stuff out. Brothers in Chicago, you know, I'm with you keep fighting every single day, protect your neighborhoods, protect your city. It's not right that black people, and i was just send this video. Ooh, glad I just thought about it. I was sending this video the other day uh, since Vicky was actually going to do uh, uh, a whole piece on it. But while black faith leaders are giving up their churches to migrants, this is how their black constituents are in Chicago From what they say is from Chicago. Let me go ahead and roll that on the screen. So you can see there's black people sleeping on the trains because it's extremely cold in Chicago. So while black people are sleeping on trains, the migrants are going to churches. Now, as you heard from another the day, they specifically not including black people, and trying to get them out of the So Who cares about black people getting hypothermia? Who cares about that? Who cares about black children on the street? Who cares? You're not the right color. This Democrat party is showing their racism because it's straight racism. It's racism. They're showing their racism. They're showing their discriminatory practices, and that's okay. We're not going to support this racist and discriminatory party called Democrat who's being very racist against black people at this moment. Make sure you get registered to vote. Even if you're not going to vote, just get registered anyway. I want them to know you were registered to vote and you didn't even show up for them. If you're going to sit it out. Just like I tell you, I want you to have a driving license. It don't make no sense. You grown don't have a driver license. Just like, it don't make no sense. You grown don't have a passport. You need a passport too. You need to be able to move around this country in a car or you need to leave this country for whatever reason, vacation, work, whatever you want to do. You need to have a passport. That's the three things I teach y'all voter registration card, uh, a driving license and passport. Got to have all three of them. Get that. You got to have your children got to have a passport. All my children got passports. All of them. All my children got global entry cards to go along with it with TSA precheck, They got that too. Get everything you can to make sure you can move around with your children. If you need to, whatever the case may be, but we're going to keep following this story, ladies and gentlemen. And, um, the Democrats got a rude awakening coming. They, they really going to see how bad they're going to lose in 2024. And I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Now I know we got that problem with the older community, but we can't focus on them. They're going to do what they do. They, they not really trying to fight like that. And I'm not saying all, but we just looking at the numbers The numbers saying the collective, still want to support Biden because they're not really fighting for anything right now. As long as Biden don't mess up their social security checks, they good. But the ones that do care about the younger ones like us, our children, you know, those who in that age group that do care do had all my grandkids or my kids be left like that. No, those brothers and sisters, we need y'all to be speaking up against Biden and them too because um, you got to be all hands on deck with this. But, but the Democrats, like that brother, say, and I'm with him, let them migrants go vote for them in 2024. Let them go do it. All the resources you're giving these people, even the Asian community, not supportive of the Democrats. And he gave, they gave them a whole hate crime bill. Oh, hate crime bill. You invest all your money and time in these other groups and they not appreciative for nothing. They're not appreciative to y'all for a single solitary thing. But the group of people that you can actually give something to and actually would get a lot out of, you don't. And that's okay because it's a new day is a new time and delineation and separating ourselves from the Democrats is actually the first step toward our new freedom.